This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870, Mike Detail along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Abair, Charlie Long in studio at 520 or a little bit afterwards. We'll have Stan Verrett from ESPN, New Orleanian, uh, will be on with us to talk NFL, NBA, you name it. Stan can talk it. Bob, again, we uh, toward the end of the yep. last hour, we talked about the Michael Thomas situation, and there have been talks with the Saints and Mike, but there is a deadline to it yep. in March. One way or another, man, that's some heavy money uh, kick in. So it's either one of two things. We get it every day about, oh, just trade him. You can't. Nobody's going to take that contract off your hands. So you have two choices, one, to release him, or secondly, to try to work out a deal with him that is palatable to both sides, which means a one-year prove-it type deal. Without a doubt. Yeah, Mike, a one-year prove-it. Uh, all I know is when uh, Derek Carr uh, decided, because uh, the Saints were all in. Now, the Saints wanted Derek Carr. The Derek Carr won the Saints. Well, yes, he wanted the Saints. So now he's the Saints quarterback. When Derek Carr signed to be the quarterback, Michael Thomas, uh, I like these words, uh, said, thank you, Jesus. Uh, because he, uh, that's how much Michael Thomas, I think, thinks of Derek Carr's ability. Now, uh, to me, the addition of Carr, and this is in Michael Thomas's viewpoint, I think he thinks that could be a game changer. You know, you always look at it in the future. See, Michael Thomas has a little, uh, like, leeway right now because he's not trying to get paid. He's already gotten paid. Now he wants to continuously to get paid, but he has to look at where he's at right now coming off an injury. But uh, Michael Thomas has been rewarded by the Saints. The reason why I bring this up uh, – I think he's definitely going to think twice about returning to New Orleans next season. Now, the key is going to be uh, he's going to have to, assuming, I should say, that he's willing to pay for a reduced salary in 2023. Uh, I think uh, Michael Thomas essentially has to bet on himself. Uh, A healthy, productive season would enhance his future earning power, whether that being with the Saints or another team in the free agent market in 2024. So that's why the one-year deal yes. makes all the sense in the world. Without a doubt. It's not about proving how good you are. No, you already proved no, it. No. But is can you stay healthy for a season? Being, that's the, the big question yeah, yeah, mark. Mike, being healthy and producing at a high level, so there's a market for you uh, that uh, you pass your injury, because it can be cyclical. You're on a roller coaster what you're dealing with. Uh, that and whether the Saints are going to pay him or somebody would pay him uh, for 2024. But right now, I think it'd be Michael Thomas' best interest. You know what? He already knows the offense, and he likes Derek Carr. And he'd be the number one main man. Uh, I mean, uh, Chris Olave, that would help Chris Olave get better. Rashid Shahid, like I said, at the top of the hour, you bring Michael Thomas on board. And if you look at Michael Thomas right now, now, you know, as a player, 
You always want to be the best of the best within an organization. Right now, he has 526 catches. He's third all-time behind Marcus Colston and Eric Martin, who I play with. Uh, you and know, he's missed most of the last two years. Yes, and, and he's third behind Marcus Colston and Eric Martin. Uh, Martin, he has uh, 6,121 yards, 35 touchdowns. That's fourth on the career list uh, with the Saints. Thomas said, uh, now, you know, people said, oh, we gave uh, Michael Thomas the money, and then uh, he took the money, that, and then he was incorrect. always hurt. That's incorrect. Exactly, Mike. If you look at he set a franchise record in 2018 with 125 catches, 1,405 yards. That was 2018. Then the Saints rewarded him with a five-year, $96 million contract that made him the highest-paid receiver in the league at that time. Now, he responded. When we gave him the big bucks, he responded with the single greatest receiving season in franchise history and one of the best in league history. He caught an NFL record 149 passes, 1,725 yards, and nine touchdowns. That enabled him to be the NFL Offensive Player of the Year award and uh, becoming, Mike, when you're the uh, best of the best and you look at franchise history, and this is a small fraternity, this is the Three Musketeers, you know who's actually, uh, like I said, only the third person in franchise history to win Player of the Year? Uh, he's earned that honor now with Drew Brees and Pat Swilling. Remember, Pat Swilling was defensive player defensive of the year with the Dome Patrol, the and then Drew Brees was offensive player of the year, never MVP, but offensive player of the year. So that's the three musketeers. It's it's uh, Drew Brees, it's Michael Thomas, and Pat Swilling to uh, earn that. Now going back to Chris Olave and uh, Rashid Shaheed, uh, to me, neither of these cats uh, possess the size or the strength needed to consistently beat uh, physical NFL defensive backs. They just not built that way. Like my Michael Thomas is like a Marcus Coles. Michael Thomas is a beast and to make the contested catches. How many times you heard me bitching last year about, how about we catch a slant? Every or, day. Or it's a 50-50 <laughs> ball. How about you make the contested catch where there's a short throw, intermediate routes, whatever, in the red zone, third down, the sustained drives, on and on. Michael Thomas brings that to the table. We all know he, he's a one-hit wonder. Mike, he played against uh, the Falcons. Didn't he help us win the game in the fourth quarter? Remember those two back shoulder touchdowns? That's why Derek Carr, we want Derek Carr to be successful and the Saints office to be successful. We got to somehow work out this one-year deal, prove a deal with Michael Thomas to come back with the Saints and help the Saints offense and win the NFC South. Bob, I think the interesting things. Also with Thomas is Jawan Johnson because I think that there are people on this team that really want him back, but there are other teams that really like him. Right, and really, that, really like him Mike, as a pass and, catching and, tight end. Yeah, Pat, and, and if you Derek Carr, hell yeah, we, I want to keep that guy. And he go back in his history with Carr. Look how he fed it to Darren Waller. He knows how to utilize. He knows how to get it to the tight end. I'm telling you. Right now, I don't know what other teams going to do at quarterback, Atlanta, Carolina, and all that. But on paper, right now, no, I'm, I'm, I'm again, I, I don't know. Hey, you said that last year they were going to, uh, you know. But but right now, I'm I'm so confident, Mike, that they can, that they, they uh, going to win the NFC South as it is today and get to double digit wins. I even heard some national people say Derek Carr can make the difference of 11 or 12 wins. I'm not going to go that far. But I would say for sure uh, double digits. We were seven and ten. Yeah, we could be ten and seven with Derek Carr, without a doubt.
We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 and Stan Barrett from ESPN right after this break. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike Detaille along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakwood Hard Jewelers talking text line from ESPN. And once a purple night, always a purple night. Stan Barrett. Stan, how you doing, bud? Fantastic, Mike and Bobby. Good to be with you guys again. Stan, uh, impression on the Saints signing Derek Carr. That's uh, everybody wants to talk about it here, so I'll throw it to you. Let's see. Let's see. I mean, it brings up questions for me. First question is: Is he going to have Michael Thomas? Second question: Amen. Is <laughs> it is, is, is he going to have Alvin Kamara? Uh, and and for how long? If there's any kind of a suspension, because. Those two guys are going to be critical to his success. Uh, they're two best players on the offense, and so you know his his fate is going to be tied to theirs to a certain extent. Now, is he the kind of quarterback like we saw with Drew Brees, where you take a Robert Meacham, where you take a Jimmy Graham, and you make them theirs because of your input with them on the offense? Is he going to be that guy for Trey Quan Smith if he's still here? Is he going to be that guy for? A Jawan Johnson, if he's still here. So, so those are a lot of the questions. I mean, all the physical tools are there for Carr. The one thing that does that does kind of worry me is, you know, the, the Saints shut them out. Now, I know Devontae Adams didn't play in that game, or or or, or maybe he was hurt, and and and, and I don't remember. I yeah, remember he there did. Was something he did play. No, he he did play, he but did they play. didn't. But they didn't do Jack. They Nothing. scored zero. Neither Josh Jacobs. <laughs> He looked like a so, team pitcher so, every time he had the ball. <laughs> yeah, I mean, so that that bothers me a little bit when you when when you watch a guy play against your team, and and your team shuts him out, and then he's on your team the next year. So, you know, I um, I, I think he's got all the physical tools. He's he, he's been productive, um, hasn't won at the level that he that he wants to win at, and you know he's going to have a top five defense, I would think, if they continue to play yep. the way they play, and and if Kamara's there. And Michael Thomas is there, and Landry's there, and Olave's there, and and Juwan Johnson's there. I mean, you know, he's got he's, he's got all the tools. So, you know, we'll see. Now, uh, Stan, what is your take? Because we in March, uh, so a lot can happen. Uh, that when you look at the NFC South, which is turning to, I always say, there's the NFC South. It was kind of almost like uh, a few years ago, the NFC East was the NFC Least. And who wants yeah. to truly win the division? Uh, if you're 500, you had a great chance. But right now, you'd have to say the Saints are the front runner, considering uh, who's playing quarterbacks, whether it's the Bucks, or whether it's the Falcons, or whether it's Carolina. Now, the question I have for you, because you do this from a national perspective, wouldn't it be in the Falcons' best interest if they go out and get like a Lamar Jackson? I think it'd be the second coming of Michael Vick plus. If he would go to Atlanta. Now, not good for the Saints, but as of right now, I mean, that, like you talk about how they played against the Saints. Desmond Ritter didn't even throw for 100 yards against the Saints. 
So right. I mean, and look right. how Sam Darnold played yeah. in the final game, yeah. and you still lost the yeah, game. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. If I, I don't know if the Falcons believe Ritter's going to make that proverbial jump from year one to year two. Um, I, I don't know why they wouldn't. I mean, everything you said about them pursuing Lamar Jackson makes makes yeah, it makes all the sense in the world. Build it around him. Maybe they just don't want to spend the money because they're worried about injuries. Uh, you know, the, right. the last couple of seasons, he he, he he's finished the season, uh, you know, street clothes. So, you know, I, I I don't know what it is, you know, around the league with with Lamar Jackson, but there's there's some concern there. I don't know if it's, it's concerned about about the contracts. Um, because I know a lot of the owners were really upset with the Browns right. when yeah. they gave right. Deshaun Watson that $230 million guaranteed because that, that set a market, you know, that other agents are going to point to. Um, so so I, I don't know what it is. But, yeah, it, it, it makes sense for a few teams, you know, in, including Atlanta. Um, but, hey, I'm glad they didn't do it. Right, right, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So be interested to see it ain't over till it's over. Uh, but speaking of street close, Dan, and you look at the Pels. Well, they were in the penthouse the end of December with Zion. Everyone's ecstatic. But now we're just hoping to get him to play a play a play in game, so to speak. And it uh, looks like C.J. McCollum's got to play like an all-star to close out games in the fourth quarter. That uh, uh, is this surprising to you? I'm looking at Zion and the Saints. I mean, the Saints. Uh, the Pels have had confidence in him uh, from the get-go, and they rewarded him financially. But he's only averaging uh, this twenty eight and a half games per season since entering the league. Is it maybe his yeah. body type? I mean, I mean his hamstring and all. If you can't run, you can't play. It's basketball. But uh, I don't know if if Zion uh, that maybe we rolled the dice and we got snake eyes or some simply because his physique is almost too powerful for maybe his body. But you can't live with uh, only 20, 28 and a half games per season since he entered the league. Stan, the other thing about that is all those injuries that he's had, all on the right side. Yeah. Left-handed guy, right side. All the injuries, hip, knee, ankle, foot, all on the right. Yeah. I mean, look, you, you, you never know with injuries if it's just bad luck sometimes, you know, um, um, or, or, or if there's some sort of structural issue um, on that side of his body, I mean, you know, I, I don't know. I mean, I'm not a doctor. I, I can't physically examine him. I mean, the, the, the team doctors, if they if they notice something structurally in the way he runs, the way he jumps or, or something that's causing him to put more stress on the right side of his body than the left side of his body, maybe there could be something that they could do in terms of, you know, how he moves. Uh, but, but, but more so, I think it's just, I think it's just bad luck. I mean, I think the guy tries hard. I think right. uh, in, make, in making the commitment to the Pelicans, I think he, he really wants to be out there with those guys. I mean, he, he doesn't seem like a guy who's detached from the team. Um, so, you know, you, you just have to hope for the best. I mean, it, it's been a bad run of injuries for the Saints and the Pelicans the last couple of years. I mean, they just can't seem to catch a break. Now, uh, Stan, I know you always represent um... – L.A., and I'm not talking about Los Angeles. I'm talking about Louisiana <laughs> and uh, where are you at. Uh, and we always, you know, into like, are we the best of the best or whatever? Or are you going to slip in as maybe the months go by or the season progresses, the LSU Fighting Tiger baseball team? 
I mean, how dominant. You know, it's almost like a major league team considering the number one draft prospects they have on that team. And the uh, pitching stand has been, <laughs> that, which was their Achilles heel last year. They could hit, but now yeah. they are stacked in that pitching department and uh, they were preseason number one, which Bob didn't like too and, and, well, and, 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 but, <laughs> but it is what it is. Man, they've... They have lived up to the billing. And, and Stan, I'm gonna I'm gonna be listening to you in the wee hours, and uh, while they <laughs> yeah. keep rolling, is coming May June. I'm expect to hear a little love there. Oh yeah, we'll 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 get it in at some point. You know, we'll get it in. Usually at the close of the show, I can kind of sneak in whatever <laughs> I want to sneak in. So you know, I'll make sure they get they get their shout outs in. And my my Howard Bison, by the way, MEAC champion. Oh yes. For the, for the first time since 1987, back when I was there. Whoa, wow. Playing in. They're playing the MEAC tournament, um, hoping to get to the NCAA tournament. Stan, you looked at uh, – I talked to Rick Venturi about this, other people we've had on the show the last couple of days, but how it is stacked in the AFC. You know, in, in my lifetime, I can't remember it being this much disparity at the quarterback position. When you think about Mahomes and Burrow yeah. and Allen, Deshaun Watson, uh, you can kind of go on oh, Herbert – and the fact that if Aaron Rodgers gets traded to the Jets, and this yeah. scenario is not out of the question here, what if Indianapolis trades up and gets Bryce Young and then the Texas picks C.J. Stroud? Look look uh, how yeah. stacked that AFC is. And in the NFC, Jalen Hurts sort of stands alone. <laughs> it's him, yeah. and, and then there's a gang of other individuals that you could, say, pick and choose from two to seven. And, and you know, uh, Stan, like Mike was saying, I want you to comment on that. But it's like to me, it, it, it's a uh, cyclical. Uh, what I say, like I can remember now. And I'm telling you know when I play like late '80s, early '90s. Do you know there was five, um, maybe six NFC teams better than any AFC team? For instance, like I yeah. always said, this the only team that can hang with the NFC was the Buffalo Bills. And you think about this, yep. the Buffalo Bills with their four straight Super Bowls didn't win any. Now, we all know that with Norwood, yeah. they missed that field goal. They Scott, could have beat the Giants. They could have won Scott one out of the four. But, Mike, they, the got, others were blow no, they got spanked. Jim Kelly and all got spanked. And I can remember, like, the great John Elway. Uh, you know, at that time, he's representing the, um, the AFC with the Broncos. We beat them 42 to nothing. The 49ers beat him in the Super Bowl, like, 56-17. So that's why you have to let this play out. Because I know right now it's leaning way heavy towards the AFC. But I think, Mike, it still could come around maybe the back end, like 2028 or something. It might take a few years. That's a long time. No, 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 but it might be. But that's how it was in the early 80s. I mean, the late 80s, early 90s, where the NFC was that much more dominant. You understand the point I'm making, Sam? Here's the thing. If if, if Carr can get in there, get settled in, Kamara, if, if, you know, if he gets a couple of games or, or, or no suspension, depending on how this thing plays out, you know, and Thomas, they keep Thomas and he comes back healthy, and the Saints just, just get better as the season goes on and stay, and, and stay healthy. I mean, it, I don't think anybody could look at this and say it's inconceivable that they could challenge the Eagles or the 49ers. You know, I think, I think you guys are right. They're, they should be the favorite to, to win the division. Um, just if, if the offense is just, you know, semi-productive, the defense should, should be enough to, to win the division. Then it's like, okay, well, who else? I mean, the Giants are a team on the rise, but, you know, it, it, it's Philly and San Francisco right now. Right, right. Um, in, in the NFC. And so, you know, San Francisco got some questions at quarterback. They're, they're not really sure if Purdy's going to be healthy or whether they're going to go with Trey Lance. So, 
you know, I mean, the, the, the Saints could be right back in the thick of things if Carr has the full complement of players around him and he's as productive as he was well, with the Raiders. Well, 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 you know, Stan, it's almost like uh, who's up and coming in the NFC, and you can look at all the different divisions. Maybe Detroit? And, no, it might be. Uh, exactly, Mike. It might be all of a sudden. Uh, is Derek Carr and the Saints better than Jerry Goff and the Lions? <laughs> what? The Lions. Think about that. Now, the Lions yeah. ain't good yeah. on defense. I can tell you but that. No, but but, but Mike, they can get better. That's in the it, conversation. Because of draft yeah. choices yeah. and free agency, they can get better. But their offense was really good last year, and now they got a healthy Jamison Williams. Yeah. Let me ask you guys this. What do you guys think about the Saints bringing Leonard Fournette home? I think it would depend on the price. Stan. Yeah, it depend on the price, Stan, and, and I think uh, why not? Uh, you had Mark Ingram here, uh, yeah, and then uh, I, I don't think uh, Leonard Fournette would have ran out of bounds in that T- Tampa no. Bay game. I think he'd have cut it up and get the damn first down. Then we never should have lost that game. Come on, he he fits the profile of the complimentary back to Kamara. Right. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I listen. I'm all for uh, the role. Complimentary back, uh, Leonard Fournette coming home. But like Mike said, I think it's the price. Yeah, the other thing, yeah, Stan, yeah. is I, I don't know today, and you might see it every once in a while, I think someone paying a lot of money for a running back in that second contract, mm, man, that's yeah. going to be a lot of tap on the brakes there. About uh, man, yeah. I'm not sure I want to go that route and, and pay a running back a ton of money uh, in today's world. It's, no, it's devalued today. League. It's a passing league. Exactly. Now, yeah. Uh, Teams team run to set up the pass and then run with the lead. But other than that, it's a passing lead. Your, your thoughts on Tom Brady. Do you think he is really done? <laughs> <laughs> now I'm asking. I mean, it didn't sound I mean, like he was done. It didn't sound like it. I know. But here's the thing. We're having this conversation about, what, a 46-year-old man? Right. Yes. Right. He's exactly. Done. I mean, it, 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 it's kind of crazy. If it was anybody else, you'd be like, what, what, what? are we talking Why about? Why are you this? talking about this? Yeah, yeah, but I it's mean, Tom Brady, so, that's why. Yeah, it's Tom Brady. So so here, here's the thing. It, it it you know, his 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 family, I mean, it's not like he's got he's got his wife you know uh uh messing with him about going back to play now. So so he doesn't have that weighing on him. So if he sits around and says, "Well, you know, am I going to be am I going to be in a, in a, in a TV booth next fall and then going home, you know, or or do I want to be on the road with the guys again, you know, trying trying to win a championship?" I mean, I I don't know. I mean, is is there? I mean, the Raiders. I mean, that seemed like that would be that would be the the likely landing spot. Well, no, Stan. Really so Stan, how about this? What I like because his kids live in Miami. I like the Dolphins, the supporting cast, or the Forty Nineers from San Mateo. He'd be like going back yeah. home. It's like Mandeville to New Orleans, San Mateo to yeah. San Francisco. See, that's what I look at. Supporting cast. Come on, just do your job. He he don't have to be exceptional. Kind of like Peyton Manning did with the Denver Broncos, winning a Super Bowl. Look at the end when uh, uh, when Peyton Manning won his second Super Bowl. He couldn't throw the ball uh, downfield. Uh, uh, but look at that supporting okay. cast. But he had and, great and, supporting and, cast. So that's why I'm looking at Tom Brady. Okay. Man, so that, and you're not hurt? What about the Dolphins or San Fran? Okay. So, again, I'll go back to Mike's question. What, what's the price? What are you, yes. you going to pay him uh, for that one? You're going to give him $40 million? And you ain't got to oh, give him no forty. Way, no. uh, but listen, Stan, he's getting almost four hundred million, three hundred eighty some million guaranteed from Fox when he quits. He, he could play for the the minimum of I don't know a veteran. Uh, now they, they, the NFLPA, the Player Association, would hate it if Tom Brady gave the 49ers or the Dolphins a, a hometown discount or a discount. So, but but Tom Brady's getting paid by Fox in the future. When we all love yeah. that, Stan, come on, look at that deal he got. 
Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. But, but I mean, I, I, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, I think if, I think if you, if you ask him honestly, uh, I think he would probably say he should have walked away after they won the Super Bowl. Yeah, to, to be out on top, kind of like because I uh, think he wants to walk out almost like a Cinderella story. Yeah, like uh, John, yeah, John yeah, Elway, yeah, yeah. Uh, Peyton, like Manning what John and, did, yeah, and, yeah, and what Peyton that. did. Yeah, yeah. But some, I mean, what else? What, what we else know this, Stan. Uh, not everything in storybook. No, no, and, and you know, look, he's got the. He got the storybook ending. He just had an epilogue at the end. You That's know? right. <laughs> well, uh, you know what's a travesty talking about not, not ending in a storybook? How about Jim Behan at, 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 at Syracuse? Yeah. What? What, he was there, like 47 years? And all of a sudden, I don't know if years. I'm coaching anymore. You're fired or whatever, you know. What? That That's... Well, you, you, you would think he did something bad like Bobby Knight or something in Indiana. They, they kicked him out. I mean, uh, come yeah. on. That, that That's disrespectful. What do you take on that, Stan? Well, I think I, I, I haven't. I just I, I've just seen the headlines, but I think a lot of times in situations like this, it it's the university may be ready to move on. Yeah. Right. But 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 they have problems kind of scooting him out the door. Right, you know, because, because he's been there so long. He's been there so long. Right. And and you know you you don't want to be disrespectful. You 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 want to give him his due, but at the same time, it's like okay, coach. You know we're we're ready to move on. Here. You got to go. You know we're gonna give you the gold watch and the presentation, and, yeah. and it's time for you to go. That's just the world we live in, Stan. To be honest yeah. with you, yeah. Stan. I mean, we're, we're talking about Brady being forty-seven. He's been coaching forty-seven. <laughs> That's yeah. right. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Stan, thanks so much for joining us this afternoon, man. You're always great, and we appreciate your time, buddy. Always a pleasure, fellas. All Thanks right, so Stan. much. Stan Verrett from ESPN. And uh, you know what? Stan, Stan's still on. Let me ask him this right quick because always look at – that's a Louisiana name, uh, Stan Verrett, okay? And I wanted to ask somebody in his backyard because he's in L.A., Charbonnet, the running back from UCLA coming to the Saints. Stan, can you comment on that right quick? I wanted to get that in. Uh, I don't I, – hey. Look, his dad's from Louisiana. Yeah. I was about to say, I think they got a funeral home, too, don't they still? That family? Yes, yes. I think. Yeah. <laughs> but his dad is yeah, from and Louisiana. A, a big bag coming to the Saints. That might be an option. Thank you, Stan. Hey, absolutely. Absolutely. All right, Stan. Appreciate it. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. I want to thank Stan Verrett for joining us. We're going to go back to our Oakland Hard Jewelers talking text line. James and Hammond. James, you're in the huddle with Bobby and Mike. Hey, guys. All Listen, right, James. Just ask you, do, you, do you, do you trust Michael Thomas? I don't. I mean, I, it, it sounds nice. And, it, and, it, and, and the thing about it is I'm, I'm, I'm hopeful if they do re-sign him. Okay. Because he's, he's going to get out of the office. It's going to have so much. On that contract, that you know, if he doesn't produce, then you can just let him go. But 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 but, but, but what? But what? But James, but James, James, what if he signs and it's a team-friendly deal, a prove-it deal, 
And if he is producing I mean. at the highest level, then he gets the incentives. Why would you be against that? No, no, I'm, I'm, Bobby, I'm with you. I'm saying a team, that's, you said it yourself, a team-friendly deal. Yeah. Right. Or right. a team-friendly one. If he, right. if, he pops up injured, if he pops up injured or something, just cut it. Straight like that. But the thing about it is that um, in saying that, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping, I'm hopeful that, you know, we can find another receiver or. I agree. What do you think about Gibbs? Yeah, what about Gibbs? The the the, the uh, I mean, the, the other guy, uh, Robinson, he may be a better overall running back uh, in, in terms of other for other teams. But I think, given AK is going to be out, the other kid, the kid from Alabama, correct me if I'm wrong, Mike, he's a better pass receiver, right? Yes, he's a better. Well, pass both of them, are, both of them are really good. Uh, for us receivers coming out of the backfield. Bijan is a very good receiver. So is Jameer. They're two different type backs. Now, I think this team needs a power back. So if that's the case, then it's Charbonnet from UCLA. Uh, I, I, I like Charbonnet. He fit right in here with the Creoles in New Orleans. I, I think, uh, listen, uh, we should have elected Desiree Charbonnet for mayor. <laughs> Instead of Latoya to destroy you, but that's another topic. Uh, no, th- th- we'd have been better off. Uh, but but I, but I guarantee you, you have to put the, your new hey, hey, the Charbonnets in New Orleans or Los Angeles, like they all related. It's all like third or fourth cousin. It's somewhere in that gene pool. They all related. But I have a question for so you. So if uh, so, if it's Charbonnet, uh, now Tajay Spears is not what you would consider uh, a power runner. Right. Uh, right. He he's more. Sort of similar to Kamara and Gibbs, right? But last year you didn't have a, a power runner at all, nothing. So again, uh, man, it's a situation where you're gonna ha- depending on what you do in free agency. If you sign a power runner, then you got to go to get an edge guy. Then a, a Gibbs maybe in round two or a Spears in round three. So, so Mike, I have a question for you and James. Would y'all would be uh, for this? Uh, the the um, God, I can't pronounce his name. Uh, the guy from Texas, uh, the top running back. Oh, Bijan Robinson. Okay, uh, Bijan uh, Robinson. Bijan, Bijan. Okay, so let's say Bijan is available uh, with the 29th pick. Do you take him? Let's say nobody he wouldn't ever, get to 30. Uh, 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 okay, uh, you know what I'm saying. Everybody is passed on. Agreed, Mike. He wouldn't get the thirty. So, so that that's what. You but I, I think he'll be a teens pick. No, but I'm uh, saying early twenties. But, 20s. but, but saying I understand the hypothetical. That, okay, that, that they, they don't want to drive a running back, and then he's available, and the Saints are picking. No, because uh, man, you've spent a ton of money setting up that board. Are you going to jump that board? to pick a guy that maybe you got ranked 24th instead of the guy you got ranked 11th or 12th? Ain't going to happen. Right, I got you. We'll be back with more Sports Talk here on the Big 870. We're finishing up here in hour number two of Sports Talk on the Big 870. Uh, we're going to have Greg Rosenthal uh, on with us in the 7 o'clock hour, and he's going to talk uh, about free agency in the NFL. I know there's a lot of talk about that, so we'll get that in in our 7 o'clock hour here on the Big 870. And also, again, LSU-Vanderbilt, 8 o'clock uh, pregame, 8.30 tip-off. I'm going to ask Matt and Hank to hang on to where you're at. We're going to come to you right after the 6 o'clock news break and we'll be back with more sports talk here on the big 870 right after this news break okay picture this it's friday afternoon when a thought hits you i can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or i can conquer it 
I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. <laughs> 